last time on Pokemon Rollout, Charlie defeated Satomi Nakajima in the first match of the tournament and was flirting with her afterwards. In the next match, Professor Sneeze brought Boss the Mankey against Dr. Alan Zimov and his Swadloon. Zimov started the battle off with a bang. He attacked with a hyper beam that missed its target and set the decorations ablaze. Boss got the upper hand on the Swadloon with a critical hit, and with a combined effort, Boss and Sneeze eliminated Dr. Zimov. Zimov sent out his last Pokemon, a cast form. The battle ended as it began, but Professor Sneeze's Hyper Beam met its mark, getting the knockout. After the battle, our heroes noticed Bentley Granberg leaving the arena. He was pursued by a mysterious teal-haired woman. Charlie followed and found the woman who was cornering Bentley. Will we learn what she's doing here? Will Liliana win her match? Find out today on Pokemon Rollout! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Slow Your Roll Sneeze. <laughs> I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Let's Get On With It Pine. And I'm Lydia, and I play... Lydia is silent. Li- <laughs> what? No, I'm not. I'm not silent. We can't hear mean? Lydia. I'm here. Wait, Lydia I'm here. I'm here. Can you can't hear me. <laughs> no. Hold on. She's typing. She'll log off and then on again. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. I'm not playing Animal Crossings right now. Google Hangouts is just stupid Shadow Garden. <laughs> I wish I were playing Animal Crossings right now, though. <laughs> It's gonna joke if you were playing Animal Crossing, I would be playing Persona 5 Royal, and no one would get anything done. So, uh, hang on, I'll just pull up my <laughs> MTG Arena <laughs> and I'll start playing that. Paul, what is your line of attack? <laughs> See, in this game, we play completely different games. <laughs> <laughs> Liliana takes out a net, I mean, her whip. <laughs> Um, hey, to be fair, there I mean, go. I'll be honest, I was playing Sword and Shield while we were recording <laughs> once, and, and I didn't mm-hmm. catch a shiny mm-hmm. Pokemon while we did it, so. I remember well, that. at least Paul will be <laughs> on the brand. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of us yep. has to be. <laughs> I can make my town tune in uh, Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon theme or something. There you go. Yeah. And there's there's a Critterpedia in Amish, <laughs> and I, I basically That's think of that as a, as a Pokedex. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> Anyways, so you walked into a room where a tiny pink-haired woman in a lab coat seems to be threatening a man with what is increasingly looking like a fake mustache. <laughs> and uh, as we had discussed before, Charlie had noticed that she has like noticed him. She's like 
hasn't said anything, but she has acknowledged Charlie. And I'm just going to let it kind of play out for mm-hmm. now. I'm going to okay. see what she does. I believe I gave Watcher instructions to help Charlie uh, in this mm-hmm. situation. So Watcher's more or less going to be following Charlie for cues. Charlie just kind of puts his hand up, hoping that the ghost sees him. Like, <laughs> saying, oh, stop, don't do anything. Watcher gives Charlie a high five. <laughs> 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 Charlie puts out his hand for a fist bump. <laughs> and they create a secret handshake. <laughs> okay, uh, after just like a second of uh, the woman noticing you and just kind of noticing that you're not doing much of anything, and did I say Bentley did not notice you? Um, I don't believe he did, no. Okay. Can I get an intuition from you, actually? Uh, yeah, let me pull up that character sheet of mine. I suppose that would be more useful right now than just like the Skype conversation with my yeah, probably. face on it. Uh, intuition, I got three on that. I'm novice at intuiting things. Ooh, and not very really good at that. Five. I thought on you this said one. you rolled a three oh. for a second. And I was like, no, oh. no, I, no, I'm, I'm not that bad. I rolled a five. Thank you very much. <laughs> Watcher also rolled a five on two dice. <laughs> oh. Luckily for both of you, uh, this woman seems to have no concept of guile whatsoever. Uh, so she just kind of sighs and is like, well, I guess we're going to have to continue this conversation after the tournament. You know how much I don't like audiences. And she deliberately turns and just looks directly at Charlie. <laughs> Hi. And then looks back to Bentley. <laughs> Best of luck. As she's walking, uh, she actually stops and looks over at uh, Charlie. Remind me, you have not caught Katana at oh the moment, boy. right? That's... Uh, no, I've not caught Katana. out and about. Okay. You notice that there isn't, there's an empty space, so you can do a perception if you want to see if Katana's with you. Uh, sure, why not? Since you're giving me the option. Because you also didn't use her in your battle, correct? Or you did? No, I didn't. She's not on my team. That's what I thought. So what did you get for... 20 in perception. Uh, So you you can catch that katana is still sitting on your back, but she's somehow managed to actually blend in with the colors of your Hmm. back. It doesn't really seem like she's shifting her colors that much, but somehow she's just being unnoticeable. So as uh, this woman walks by, she kind of gives you a once-over look and goes, I love that ponyard of yours. You should use her more often. And walks out the door. Okay... It's very obvious that she didn't see your that she didn't see Katana. It's also doubtful whether she had seen Katana at all. So she knows I have a poniard, but she doesn't know that the poniard's with me right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And like I said, she's absolutely garbage at guile. So whatever she whatever she th- is thinking, you probably know. Okay. All right, good enough. Now I know it's been a while since we we've done this. Uh, so it's me and. and I, I want to call Bentley, him Brantley, yeah. <laughs> and I probably will. <laughs> Charlie might. <laughs> um, <laughs> you said that, so it looks like a mustache is about to fall off. He, You said he looks like uh, someone we've seen in the past, is that right? Uh, he seemed to look somewhat familiar, yes. Did Charlie notice this, or did, uh, do you recall? I tilled it to you guys uh, in character, so it's up to you whether Charlie noticed it or not. <laughs> well, man, how much we want to play into Charlie being dumb. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Charlie um, won't think too much more of it. He, he just uh, asks... Uh, Bentley so, isn't standing there anymore. Uh, he vanished. Oh, he's gone? Oh. So Charlie starts to say, uh, Man, what was all that ab- about? 
Okay. Well then. So Charlie um, uh, looks back at at Katana, just uh, checks on her, like, "Hey, you, 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 you okay? You all right?" And does she give any response? She kind of looks up at you, and she takes one of her points and just taps just above her eyes. Keep an eye out on her. Katana shrugs and, get, and sits back where she was before. <laughs> all right. Let's go back and uh, tell uh, Professor Sneeze what we. Uh, found a watcher. Are you still around here, right? I'm, watcher. Yep, watcher. That's his name. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think okay. he'd probably, you know, like brush your hair or something, touse a little, little bit. <laughs> oh, and Charlie also holds out a, a, a fist bump uh, for for watcher to. It's the do moment something when with. you realize that watcher is a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> he bumps his little uh, horn on your fist. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the tournament area has been cleaned and cleared off, and they have called up Liliana and uh, Deidre for the next battle. The crowd cheers, looking forward to it. Uh, You notice that, like, the first row or two where everyone is is basically cleared, but it seems more packed in the back now. Everybody's going to miss all my cool moves. (laughs) Right. Um... Also, Liliana, you noticed that Deidre already has her Pokemon out. Mm. It is a white and red furred Pokemon. It seems to be standing on two legs with dark red, or with actually a lighter red eyes, um, almost pink. They almost look bloodshot with just like slit pupils. It's mostly white. The red is on one ear, across one eye, and then in almost like a, a zigzag pattern across its stomach. And it seems to be uh, on the its front paws are stained with it, almost like they're bloodstained. Also, with its front paws, it has two thick, heavy black claws on each front paw that it's standing up on. And then it kind of has a, a big white tuft of a tail. Uh, you can do a Pokemon education if you want to figure out what it is. Uh, it does seem to be standing... A little over four feet tall, so it's a pretty big Pokemon. Okay, we'll give this a go. Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, Uh, you do actually recognize this as a Zangoose. It is a normal type Pokemon, well known for attack and for especially for critical hits. Doesn't Liliana have a Zangoose? Detective, didn't Grunge make a, a buddy friend who came along with us? And Yeah, you do have a Zangoose. I forgot. Mm. Yes. So, yes, you know this Pokemon into Zangoose. <laughs> I completely forgot that you had actually caught a Zangoose. I was like, oh, that was in the the, the, the side thing that they did. There's like that. There was no crossover there. Oh, that's yep, right. Was, I yeah. don't use boring type Pokemon. Hey. <laughs> 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 Charlie, Charlie you were not in the crowd yet. You're still coming back, but Professor Sneeze is... So if Liliana said that out loud, <laughs> heck yeah, I did. <laughs> my my hair muscles flicker angrily. <laughs> oh, don't start another fire. <laughs> it wasn't me in the first place. See if I cheer for you now. Mm. <laughs> Quit being distracting. My show's about to start. Right, so you're going to release your Pokemon? Yes, I have to remember. Which I chose. I think it was Sparky and Ruse. Right? Sparky and Ruse, and I believe, was what we said. Yes. Okay, I am going to take Sparky. Okay. So you release Sparky. Mm-hmm. So the dark black scyther pops out, immediately lighting its scythes on fire and its eyes kindling with the sparks, and it lets out its. 
the crowd kind of goes quiet for a second. <laughs> and then starts cheering again, and Dietrich kind of looks over and like, huh, never seen that one before. He is one of a kind. <laughs> Did it do something to the side there? No, he's just naturally amazing. <laughs> and with that, uh, the ref, who has moved very quickly to the side and actually takes a few, uh, tries to take a few more steps back <laughs> as Sparky appears, because all right, ready, then go. And Sparky is fastest. I am going to have Sparky use Spark. Okay, on who or what? Well, isn't the Zangoose the only one that's? Uh, Deirdre seems to have taken the field herself as well. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the, remember the rules of this is uh, you decided to take the field with your Pokemon, so you are a valid target. If you get an injury, you can either choose to leave or you can stay in. If you choose to leave, then you're out, but your Pokemon are still in. If you decide to stay in, then if you get knocked out, you immediately lose. Oh, that's right. Bomber. Okay. I'm going to have Sparky attack the Zankus. Okay. With Spark, you said? Yep. Okay. I think... Okay, yeah. Oh, man. These dice are good. <laughs> I got 43 dark physical. Uh, did you roll for damage? And Spark is electric. Oh, sorry. Did you roll for accuracy? Oh, yeah. Oh, I did not roll for accuracy, though. Nope. Mm -hmm. Who needs accuracy? <laughs> uh, you do. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I need accuracy. Oh no! <laughs> I got a two. Oh no! And so Sparky lets out his shriek again and shoots across the field, and the Zengo seems to just be bearing down on it until at the very last second it just steps to one side and Sparky shoots past him. That was just a um, reaction check. Uh, Deidre kind of looks at you and you notice her posture kind of shift. Throughout most of the time you were talking to her, she was always kind of like closed in and just kind of hunched and jerking around everything. And as soon as Sparky went and attacked, her her entire posture just got looser. And she's looking around and she looks over at Sparky and just goes, well, same as everything, I guess. And she steps over. Suddenly she's in front of you. Hmm. And clawing at you, and one, and you, as you see her claw at you, you notice one her, her hands just turns black, as though a shadow just covers it, and she smacks you in the side. Uh, does thirty-eight dark Ooh. physical damage, mm -hmm. and she steals your whip. <gasps> no! Oh, no! So she she steals your whip, and she has it there. So she slams into your side and as like that hits and you kind of <clears throat> gasp out a little bit um you notice her hand keeps moving and just swipes the whip clean out of your hands and she kind of looks at it for a second and then tosses it over to one side and oh. looks back to Artie and says hit and Artie jumps forward and just to kind of make up the time just leaps forward with a quick attack on you but you are just able to kind of push it to one side as it comes up. It just misses. <sighs> I was like, do not make me get an injury just in that one second. So it leaps forward and goes to that, and it just you just kind of ugh, dodge it to one side, and you are up now. Well. I don't have a whip. Now we're on the path of destruction. <laughs> I'm going to use something that absolutely cannot miss, and I will use Ooh. faint attack. Actually... Wait, quick question. 
So for weapons, those really only like change your range of fighting, correct? They do have weapon moves that they can use, but otherwise for your moves that you have, mm-hmm. uh, yes, they would. They only change the range on those and you are in melee range of either of them right now. Okay, and if I use a skill, let's just say like intimidate or something, I, I can't do intimidate plus an attack. What are you trying to use intimidate to do? Well, I was going to take out the spinner rack leg and use that to intimidate um, both of them. <laughs> In order to do what, I mean? Oh, just to like flinch them or something. Okay, so it looks like you're trying to do a combat maneuver, mm. which is, which the one you're trying to do, is, it's a, there's a specific name for the social maneuver, manipulates. You're trying to do a manipulate maneuver and you're trying to do terrorize. Mm. Uh, which it's a standard move, so you wouldn't be able to to attack after you did it. And what you'd get from it is if you win, the target loses all temporary hit points and can only use at-will frequency moves for one full round. Not necessarily the, the most useful in the world. I'm just going to go with good old faint attack then. Okay. I'm going to attack Deidre. <laughs> Deidre, okay. She is now public enemy number <laughs> one and needs to go down. For crimes against the state of Liliana. Yes! <laughs> you can't just take my whip! Okay, then I have to roll on accuracy. Okay, that I got a 19 on. Okay, for accuracy. so you didn't crit. Oh, and it doesn't matter anyways. Yep, so, oh, oh, so yeah, that's true. you didn't crit, but you hit. <sighs> okay, but I got 34 dark physical. So that did 24 dark physical damage. Uh, It wasn't enough to give her an injury, but it is a solid hit. So you, yeah, your your hands get coated with that same kind of, like, purplish-black energy as you're doing it. Oh, no, you don't have that with it. I always forget that how how your faint attack works, because you don't necessarily have the powers. As you're looking at her, like, you go and, like, you, you pull back one arm to punch at her and you see her like instinctively start dodging away and as she dodges away you just uh, kidney punch her in the side. <laughs> you can't just take people's yeah. stuff. I'm back on your side Liliana. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. And like she kind of like her, her eyes kind of like flickers and she's like Do you... I guess not. <sighs> and Sparky is up. We'll do false swipe on Deidre. Hmm. Just to let you know, it is a pass move. Let me just read to make sure I'm remembering what exactly a pass move does. Um, because it can do some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. At any point during a shift, the user may declare a move with the pass keyword. Once the move is declared, the user may move forward only in a straight line for up to four meters, treating foes as regular terrain and moving through any enemies in its path. The user must end in an empty square. The pass move attacks all targets in each square it dashes through. But each target may be hit only once. So Sparky can line it up to use False Swipe to hit both of them. Oh, heck yeah. Let's go for (laughs) it. Cool. Uh, Ruling, you guys, I'm going to consolidate one of them to make the most sense. Would you prefer to roll separate accuracies but the same damage or separate damage but the same accuracy? I would say separate accuracies, (sighs) just logistically. I yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So roll two separate accuracy for them, and then ro- and then you roll damage once, provided okay. you hit at least one of them. So this first one is for Deidre. Roll a seven. A seven hits. 
And then uh, five for the Zangoose, so you're good. Five for the Zangoose. A five misses. <sighs> so roll damage what? on DHR. Uh, well, that's fine. I got the one I wanted anyway, so. You're going down, girl. Okay, not with that roll. <laughs> or with that one. But no, uh, that's okay. We got 30. 30, 30 and normal physical. All right, that is 20 normal physical damage, which is just enough to give Deidre an injury. <laughs> Eat it! And so, uh, Charlie, you enter back into the stadium just in time to see uh, Sparky just streak across the entire battlefield. Uh, just mouth open, getting down, bearing down with one of its sights, and at the last second, it spins its arm around and just clocks Deidre with the bony back end of it. Instead of hitting with the, with the scythe itself, or with the electric scythe itself, and you kind of just like see here get knocked back a second and bounce, and the ref is looking. Oh, injury, injury. Okay, what are you doing? And he, he says, "What are you?" And Deidre just looks up and spins and reaches out one hand, and a a ball of dark energy appears in her hand and shoots towards Sparky. Mm. What? Oh no. So she uses Dark Pulse on Sparky, which hits. And so she does 37 Dark Special damage to Sparky. Yes, yeah, so 37, 27 divided by that, so 14 damage. Yep. So that's not bad at all. Yeah, so, uh, like, she yeah, points out the ball of energy, comes and just hits Sparky on the back of the head, and you see kind of splash around his spikes. There, and he kind of jerks forward for a second and then turns. Slowly towards her with like one eye looking over his shoulder. <laughs> now the the rules are if you get an injury as the trainer. Nope. You, if you get an injury as a trainer, you choose to either go out or stay in. Mm. If you go out, then your your uh, Pokemon stay in. If you stay in and you are subsequently knocked out, you immediately lose. And so the record was, oh, that, that, she's chosen to stay in. Battle continues. And uh, Liliana, you're close enough, so you actually get a look at Deirdre's face as she does this, and her jaw is locked, her uh, lips are kind of like quirked up in this grimace of anger, and then you see that her eyes have gone completely black. (laughs) And like, she kind of is looking for a second, and then she kind of shakes her head, and as she blinks, her eyes go back to normal, so fast that you almost don't believe that you saw it. Wrong look, wrong look. Focus. Artie, just keep hitting. And Artie standing right in front of Liliana just raises his claws and goes for a slash and completely misses. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so he goes for a slash and you see it and kind of like push him away, but he takes your momentum and just spins around for another slash at Sparky, but Sparky catches the the, the claws with one of his scythes and just deflects it off. Yay. This Zangoose cannot hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, Liliana, you are up. From the crowd, Charlios, you got this, Liliana. Go for it. Go for the trainer. You can knock her out. Yeah, like I really want to wail on her, but. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like that—that that is the best. Yeah, it is. Right now. <laughs> Give her to the curb. Okay. I'll kick her, alright. <laughs> and then I'll kick her, <laughs> sir. <laughs> How far away is my whip from me? Uh, she tossed it aside, so I'm going to say she didn't throw it full force, so it's about, instead of being seven meters away, it's about three or four meters away. Would I be able to run over, pick it up, and use it, or is that 
too much in one move. Running over and picking it up would be two things. So that would okay, be your that would be your time. Also, simply because we are in more combat and we're looking at more maneuvers, if you move out of her threatened square, so if you shift away from Deidre right now, she can use an attack oh, of opportunity yeah. to hit you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, I will use Thief on her. As you wind up to use Thief on her, without looking at you, she socks you in the gut with Sucker Punch. What? She like her hand gets cloaked in the dark energy again. She just punches you in the gut. Excuse you. Um, she does forty-one dark physical damage. What? Ooh. Okay. Well, let me just hold off and roll for a second here. Then. <laughs> what a jerk! You said forty-one. Forty-one. Four-one. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Well, that's. We were just talking about sucker punch in the <laughs> Discord. <sighs> yep. Man. Okay, well, I've taken an injury. That's cool. Okay. So as she kind of hits you in the gut, your your uh, eyesight flashes for a second, and you kind of like have to gasp as you're doing that. And as you're doing that, the ref kind of looks at you, and he's like, seems almost concerned. He's like, okay, trainer gained an injury. What do you decide to... <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> Double down into it. Go for it. You can knock uh, it I say both in and out of character. From Liliana, can I get an intuition check, please? Okay. Oh, I don't like her anymore. <laughs> okay. Anymore? Yeah, she was cool before. We were just hanging out and having girl time. <laughs> oh, she's just mean. I got nine. Okay, um, you kind of get a flash of insight as you're sitting there. Um, she's been using a lot of dark-type moves on you, and they've been packing a heavy punch. Uh, given your uh, Pokemon education check earlier, I'm kind of combining them, that uh, you think she might actually have dark-typing. Oh. Which means she's uh, subject to the same strengths and weaknesses of the dark-type. Man, I wish I could use some of my features on myself, but it's only on Pokemon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with dark, with and with your earlier role, you would know that dark types are strong against ghost and dark, but weak against fighting, bug, and fairy type moves. Can you remind me what fling does? Uh, fling, you have to pick something up and throw it at your enemy. Well, right, but, like, for damage and stuff, I mean, sorry. Uh, it's in your combat. Uh, oh, you have to go to C-Effect. Um, while you're looking at Fling, uh, what's the first move Liliana's learned? Oh, Rock Smash. What type is that? Mm -hmm. That'd be effective. Use that instead. It's up to you. <laughs> is what you're saying? Fling, is, Fling will not do very much damage. Okay. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's what you just said. Okay, yeah, I'll do Rock Smash. And fighting is, yep. yeah, that's a fighting yes. attack, right? Yeah. So it'll be super mm -hmm. effective against mm -hmm. the dark type. And just for the fun of it, she's going to whip out the spinner act leg and use that as well. So she's basically just like hitting her with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like any good gang person would. So before all of this commotion, I had rolled an 18 for accuracy. Can I still use that? I will say yes, that hits. I got 27 fighting physical. That did 26 fighting physical damage. Isn't quite enough to give her another injury, but it also lowered her defense one combat stage. And so, 
as you're kind of doubled over, as you straighten up, you just reach back and pull out this spinner rack leg that you've been hanging on to for who knows how long now. A couple of days, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, and you just go and you just smack her upside the head with it. Like, basically on the other side of where, uh, uh, of where Sparky hit her just a second ago. And so you just hit her and you just kind of see her eyes cross for a second. And as you can, it's ringing, you just get an ooh from the crowd. <laughs> like, they, they just did an ooh earlier as you got punched in the gut, and then there's another, oh. <laughs> get, like, the, the crowd is, like, half, like, oh my goodness, they're just beating on each other, and half, like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and once again, a Pokemon battle just evolves into <laughs> Well, if she would time. fight fair. <laughs> come on, who, who does that? Who plays dirty? Seriously, come on. <laughs> Uh, Alright, Sparky is up. For... Uh, no, that would count as a move, I think. Hide in plain sight. Yes. Or is that at will? I'm gonna say that's a, that's a standard action. So you use you used your standard action to attack. Also, just hiding it when in active combat melee range of someone is very hard to do, even with hide in plain sight. <laughs> well, I... She could just, like, run behind Sparky and then... <laughs> Yeah, especially since you're in the middle of a battlefield that's just clear, like a clear it flat It is called hide in plain sight. <laughs> I am going to have Sparky use false swipe again. Okay. Is he able to try and hit both of them again? Yes. Um, just a note, false swipe can't bring a target lower than one HP, so you can't faint anything with false swipe. Oh, dang it. Okay, uh, that's right. The Zangoose, despite not being able to hit anything, also has not been hit yet. So it's looking fine. Mm -hmm. uh, she's looking pretty beaten up. Yeah, but you gotta go for the weaker. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do Spark. Okay. On Deidre. On Deidre, okay. Yes. I got 17 for accuracy. That hits. 41 electric physical. 41 electric physical. All right, one second here. Does 22, 41 you said? Yep. 32 electric physical damage, which is yeah. enough to give Deidre another injury. Booyah! And faint her. <laughs> As Sparky kind of spins around from being annoyed from being smacked in the back of the head by a dark pulse, breathes himself in electricity again and with that same metallic screech comes charging forward. You actually see the Zangus kind of turn and start running to get in the way but he isn't fast enough and Sparky just shoots through and it's like that it's like the anime thing where it's just in black and white and you see uh, Sparky go through where Deidre was and stop and then Deidre just collapses, cr surrounded by arcing blue <laughs> electricity. Just a moment, and they're just like, Great, one trainer is unable to continue! Booyah! Liliana Shadow Garden wins! Yay! Liliana picks yeah, up her whip and, like, holds it in the air victoriously. <laughs> I, I assume Charlie's made his way to uh, where Professor uh, Sneeze is at now. Yes, he would be there as well. Um, and as you go to sit down, you notice a familiar flash of, of just, like, reflected lights from the audience, and the pink-haired woman has once again sat herself in the audience, and actually uh, seems to be looking at Charlie for a second before she turns back and looks back at Liliana. 
Charlie, did 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 Watcher come back with you? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Watcher, you're you're here, right? <laughs> Watcher, Watcher, where are you? Watcher, I can't see you. So as tempted as I am to leave Watcher just to go on his own adventures, he is there, <laughs> right? <laughs> on the next detective crunch. Where is Watcher? Where's Watcher? Who's watching Watcher? <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching the Watcher? Oh no. <laughs> The Watchmen. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. very good, Watcher. All right, return. <laughs> it's about this point that uh, Liliana, you realize, yeah, you've been hit, uh, beaten up a few times here too. So you're you're kind of hitting it too, and they're like, all right, clear the field. We're gonna have the last battle of the we preliminaries, the and we'll yet? be able to take our break before the semifinals. <laughs> Woo-hoo. I know I was just gonna say that. <laughs> oh, they have man. to have the last battle of the preliminaries first. I'm injured. Yeah, they take you over to start treating your injuries. Um, as they're as they start treating you, you hear, all right. And for the final battle of the of uh, the preliminaries, we have Jared Torres yeah, go, versus go Bentley Granberg. Liliana like pushes away the medical team and like runs over to the edge of the clearing to like see the stage again. So out of curiosity, is Li- does Liliana want Jared to win so she can kick his butt? Or does she want him to lose so he can just be a loser? <laughs> does- <laughs> well, he's always going to be a loser to her, but yeah, she wants him to win so that she can kick his butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and seeing there, uh, kind of standing there, you see Jared who's kind of uh, just smirking. He seems to be ready to go. And Bentley's on the other side. Uh, just patting at his mustache, just looking very nervous. Mustache is getting, like, a little bit less immaculately groomed. As they say begin, you realize neither of them have entered into the battlefield, so it looks like both of them are just using Pokemon. Weak. <laughs> Thanks, Liliana. Uh, <laughs> Jared releases in front of him a Machop, and mm. Bensley releases a Sfeel. I got a Sfeel in. And as they begin, the Machop charges forward and comes down with a karate chop which seems to hit the sphere pretty heavily uh the sphere responds by curling up even more into a ball than it is than it normally is it seemed to work so well before so the machop strikes with another karate chop and the sphere kind of spins around slowly and beams out and a coruscating beam of multicolored light which just hits a glancing blow on the machop which doesn't seem to notice it very much and then it kind of hit it with both hands on the karate shop, so then the machop grabs both sides of the spiel, lifts it into the air, and just slams it back down onto the floor. And that kind of seems to be enough to knock the, the spiel out. Uh, so Bentley returns his spiel, and at the exact same time, Jared returns his machop. So then they throw out new Pokemon at exactly the same time. Jared throws out a familiar looking, at least to Liliana and somewhat to uh, Professor Sneeze and Charlie, a familiar looking blue uh, turtle Pokemon. This one's a little bit bigger, has a fluffy tail and fluffy ears. And Bentley throws out a Pokemon that you all uh, recognize as a Lilligant. This one actually looks Mm. healthy, so no nightmares at the moment. I got a 20 on Pokemon Ed. 20 on Pokemon Education? That is a Wartortle that he threw out. Got it. And both Pokemon seem to move almost at the exact same time. As uh, that War Turtle charges forward, the Lilligant pulls out a multicolored leaf and just chucks it at it and hits it with Magical Leaf, which strikes through it and it's 
barely getting there, and it uh, responds by kind of like bubbling up water and shooting out this blast of what you can smell as salt water going up. And But as it strikes, the Liligant has already been moving, so it just barely clips one of its petals. And immediately as that blast of salt water comes out, Jared returns the War Turtle and throws out a Pokemon that you all recognize from your first gym uh, challenge as a Parasect. Uh, can I get an intuition from everyone as this is going on? <laughs> uh, that should be a 13 <laughs> in intuition. I got 22. A nine. 22 and 13 and 9. Liliana and Charlie, this is a heavily pitched battle. Both of them are giving their all back and forth. This is definitely them, like, fighting through, they're working through it. Uh, Professor Shinee, something seems strange. You can't put your finger on what's going on, but something just doesn't seem quite right with this battle, and you're not sure what. While this is going on, uh, the Lilligant kind of seems to just shoot roots into the ground. You actually see a little bit of concrete dust up as it plants itself into the ground. Uh, meanwhile, the Parasect scuttles forward towards it and then shakes its mushroom, and you see kind of this purplish dust come floating out of the mushroom and just settle on top of the Lilligant. And then uh, the Lilligant uh, then releases some of that green glowy stuff you've seen before as a Mega Dream. There's a whole bunch of it coming out and it lands on the Parasect and kind of sucks it out for a second, but the Parasect barely seems to notice. And a second after that, Mega Drain goes, the Lilligant kind of coughs and shudders and whatever new bloom came from that effect immediately disappears. And then mm. the Parasect continues to, to uh, scuttle forward and reaches up with one of its claws and just slashes across the Lilligant with Fury Cutter, which just tears into it. It's still up, but it's mm. barely up for a second. And then the moment this happens, Bentley returns his Lilligant and then a second later throws out a black-furred dog-like Pokemon with a reddish, uh, reddish-brown muzzle and the same color on its belly. Uh, it has like a, it has almost a skull-shaped cap going over its eyes and above its snout, and two like white protrusions on its back, and then it has white protrusions on uh, each of its ankles over its paws that almost look like manacles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My ear. And it comes out and immediately just breathes down fire at the Parasect, but the Parasect is actually able to just hit the ground and flip over its own mushroom and land to one side. Real quick, do I think the um, weirdness about this battle has to do with the Pokemon or the trainers? The trainers, you think. It's really- Okay, so like a Pokemon Ed on the Pokemon wouldn't necessarily- uh, Pokemon Ed might get you anything. something, but it's gonna be inference more than direct information. I'll, I'll try it just to- see 21 pokemon ed okay uh two things you actually realize one the lilligant should have been a lot more uh if the lilligant had mega drain magical leaf is decent but anyone who knows pokemon knows that war turtle are good at defense why didn't he open with mega drain and mm -hmm. also as soon as a bug type came out why didn't he switch to his fire type mm -hmm. bentley is making strange uh, moves here. Yeah, got it. Uh, but even as you're thinking this, uh, the Parasect scuttles forward again, and with one fury, uh, with one fury cutter, just takes down the dog Pokemon. Just knocks what? it out cold. This doesn't make any sense. 
It's one solid hit. And then Bentley's kind of look like returns the dog, considers for a moment, and then just raises up his hands and, and surrenders. He threw the match! He threw the match! He threw it! He threw it! Why did he throw over. it? Why didn't he want it? Jared will go on to the semifinals. Liliana, as you're kind of finished watching that, as uh, Deidre has kind of been carted to the side here with the medics, Deidre kind of like sits up and kind of taps your shoulder. Oh. As you look over, as you do, she just flicks like right in front of your face, not 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 in the forehead, but like right in front of your face. And as she does, just a moat of black energy floats, like kind of flicks from her hand, and just you you kind of you feel something cold strike your forehead. And then just kind of dust away, and she's looking like kind of directly at your eyes for a second. And says, "There's a chance." Up to you, though. And then she just kind of lays back down. Keep an eye on that one. <laughs> Liliana now has the chance, if she so chooses. She chose so chooses. She can look at the shade collar class. Uh, it's the it is the dark elementalist. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Liliana strikes me more as more uh, more of a shade thrower than anything. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and now we will break for what everyone's been waiting for: <laughs> concessions. Whoa! We're out of time. For what, today. what kind of concessions are there? <laughs> we're talking cotton Thank candy. Thank you for joining us. This week. You can find Mike us online at tapsradio.org/pokemon-rollout on Twitter at pokerollpodcast. And on Starburst, Facebook at facebook.com slash pokerollouts. Join our Facebook dogs. group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll Waffles. approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Cheese Rollout curls. community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our great other great shows at tapsterradio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme Cream music, puffs. Electric Donkey Muscles. And feel free to check the show notes for the other Nachos. music and sound effects used on this episode. There are obviously Magikarp kebabs. Once no! again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at PropSnag. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, that, yeah, that's all I got right now. Yep. <laughs> oh man, I'm Michael on Twitter at m g l i l i e n t h a l. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at l i l underscore shadow eight. <laughs> Tell us what your favorite concession is. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at behind your eyelid. That's behind your e y e. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. A special thank you to our patrons, Asher, Nathan Jester, Michael Williams, Zara, Froxus, Forrest Trim, Joe All, Sammy, Box Cheese, David Harshman, and Gregory Lopez. You guys are awesome and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't have my dice with me, so I'm using my wife's D&D set, and she said that means you'll roll better. The, the best excuse that you can have is this. <laughs> They're still doing it? Of course they are. Okay, now I'll stop playing Animal Crossing. You guys want to see something dangerous? Lydia, I can hear that your Animal Crossing is still on. <laughs> Isn't I heard a train. I don't know if that's... Oh, I thought it was your... Oh, that, there's a train on my end. Oh, well, no. maybe I... Maybe I heard Michael's train that sounded like your animal singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Paul, either. that's the first game with the train. Did you type in Tim? <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> and the answer is no, no one typed in Tim. <laughs> Just Tim is always <laughs> there. Tim has always been there. Tim is uh, always on time. From the beginning of Tim. Bentley Granberg? Bentley. Greenberg. Yep. Yes, and so you decided... Wait, what? Was it Bentley or Brantley? Bentley. <laughs> Bentley Granberg, yes. Are you sure it wasn't Yes, Brantley? I'm sure it wasn't Bentley. It's Bentley Granberg. I literally have it written down. <laughs> we'll, we'll check it. <laughs> no, you won't because you don't have anywhere to check it. It's Bentley. <laughs> why, why do so many comments I say like follow, it follows up with that? <laughs> oh dear. Or oh dear. <laughs> Social distance high five. <sighs> uh, so then, Brant uh, Brantley. Bradley. <laughs> I, I wrote it as as really Wesley weird because it's weird. It's really weird because his name is Brantley. Like, I don't get it. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.